0: The Alpha Sessions with Ron Laver.
1: This is The Alpha Sessions. My name's Ron Laver, and with me in the studio today, I've got Jenim. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. How are you?
0: I'm good, thank you.
1: Good, that's what we like to hear. Um, you're originally from the northwest of England, from the Manchester area, I believe.
0: Yes, I am.
1: Yeah, we'll, I, I guess if you keep talking long enough, the audience will pick that up anyway.
0: Yeah, the accent will shine through.
1: Yeah, that's right. Um, so, are, are you now living in London? Have you come down to London? I know you're gigging around London, but are, are you performing yeah. and staying in London now?
0: So, I moved down to London about... Well, at the start of September, I moved down to right. London. So, yeah. Been down here now for a little while.
1: Why the move? Was it...?
0: Um, well, I always knew I wanted to move to London. I think for pop music, which is the style of music that really I'm in is like commercial pop more than anything else. I think London is the place to be. Um, I just think there's more opportunities down here I love Manchester, it's got a good music scene but equally I think London for me was just where I wanted to be and also the city, I love the city I think there's just so much going on
1: How how do you find uh, you know, you mentioned that, that Manchester is good and, and I should imagine it would be you know, it's uh, it's got quite a me- uh, musical heritage um, mm. h- how different do you find it in London, performing you know, but are you busk and also, you know, you perform in in gigs and that. Is there a difference in the audiences?
2: Um, I
0: don't think it's necessarily the audiences. I think the difference is because London's so much bigger, there's just so many, like every night, Manchester there's open mics every night, but there's maybe one or two. London, you know, there's at least five or six. And then in London there's all the different scenes. You've got more of the pop stuff, you've got more of the rock. You've Mm -hmm. got like all the different scenes are here, Um, whereas Manchester I think is slightly more... Focused. I think the Manchester sound still prevails up there a little bit, yeah. which is a good thing. Yeah. But it it also, like, it, there's more of that than maybe other things. There's other things as well, but not yeah. so much.
1: But there's, yes, yeah, so as you say, London, you, you can hear most nights of the week, yeah. any type of music, can't you? Exactly. You know, live music. And,
0: and, yeah. and there's plenty of venues as well.
1: Okay, so um, when, when did you start, uh, well, when did you start singing, I guess, uh, you know, as a as a youngster
0: i mean like i guess i sang when i was quite little when i was about maybe six or seven i used to like sing in the car a bit but that wasn't like really like you know that was just kind of where it started off with me just singing along to songs and then when i was about i think it must have been about 10 or 11 so the last year of primary school i picked up the guitar and they were doing lessons in school and from that because i was playing guitar i started singing i just think it naturally happened that playing guitar meant I started singing so that I could sing some of the songs I was playing as well
1: and um, what about going on to performing in front of audience was that did you start with busking
0: uh Almost, yeah. I think the first live performance, well, one of the first things I did was actually with a friend of mine, a talent competition on a holiday that we were on, and we won the competition. So that was an exciting moment. And we had been practicing beforehand. I remember singing uh, I'm Yours by Jason Mraz. It was a great, great little moment. But then after that, I went on to do some busking. I did some busking for charity, actually, first. Um, that was like my first busking session when I was about 13 or 14, I think. Um, and yeah, and then after that, I started doing more busking, more gigs. Just built from there.
1: So you've 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 had quite a wide bit of uh, experience then, you know, basking and, and and performing. Any yeah. uh, any sort of weird experiences?
0: I think there's been plenty of weird ones. What thinking about what comes to mind? Like let me think. What's the weirdest? I mean, one of the weird ones was probably like, hmm. Wait, let me think. I mean, the weirdest one probably actually was the O2 Academy in Leeds because that was like an amazing venue, mm. but being actually I was it was basically it was part of a rock competition and I'm not really a rock act and it wasn't framed as a rock competition but most of the acts in there who got through to the final were more rockers and there was a screamo act on first and then I come on the stage just with my guitar and singing this like pretty little acoustic number. So that was the most incredible experience but very weird. Um how yeah, did the
1: crowd this... take to you? Was that
0: they war I think they warmed to me pretty well. I think, as I was young as well at the time, people were like
1: they were kind. They they were kind
0: as well, yeah. And honestly, I have to say that was one of the coolest experiences I've had. Um, But I think busking has provided some very, you know, interesting scenarios over the Mm. years. It's been given some weird and wonderful things whilst I've been playing.
1: (laughs) What sort of things?
0: Uh, Nice things, nice things. I think the coolest one was um, Hotel Shockle. I was like. Um, behind me in one of the stations and then afterwards they came out with this big bag of chocolates oh, and we're man. like here you go have some chocolate which was pretty cool oh, that's but, nice, isn't it? um like an apple I've had some coke at the drink um, <laughs> nice, um <laughs> I've had what else have I had uh I got given some flowers the other day oh that's nice that was very nice was it's, it a young man it wasn't that would have been my preference now it was a lovely this older gentleman in a full suit uh, gave me some sunflowers, which was amazing. And then I realised I'd have to try and get that home. Yeah, with had, your guitar. With, with a guitar, a bag, and my mic stand and everything. Yeah. So I was like, this is going to be a fun <laughs> fun journey. here. But they made them home, you know, I got them home. They looked very nice That's in the That's great.
1: That, that, that must be quite rewarding when people... You know, all right. People throw money in your bag,
0: yeah.
1: But it must be quite rewarding when people actually go out of their way to bring you something. You know, and yeah. Hand it is. It, it is
0: quite amazing. I think the flowers. I mean, that was a first. Like a full set, full bunch of flowers. I've been given a rose once before that, but a full set of flowers was quite something. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um So, where then you've been? You've been in London. What a couple of months now? Two months. Mm, um, yeah. Have you got a favorite? busking venue in london
0: i mean a lot of the busking i do is through Busking in london uh this awesome group of people who allow me to play at like the station so at euston station king's cross and my favorite spot there is probably euston uh euston station is always a good one mm. um other than that i like waterloo as well
1: so the busking london then they they sort of Control those those busking areas in the stations, and so, I, I knew you couldn't just turn up. But there's an organisation, yeah. is there? So
0: the, yeah, so the core busking on they do lots of different things, um but they run a scheme with Network Rail, um, which I don't think is open at the moment, or maybe, but it opens and closes throughout the year for all people to apply. Mm. Um, and then once you're on that, then you like can sign up for slots in advance, and so. It, it kind of that, you, know, you know when you're playing yeah which is good. and
1: that's uh, and and i i guess it's quite good to be included on that you know the fact that you've yeah. got on it i yeah, imagine yeah. there's a lot more people would like to be doing it than than they've got spaces for so yeah like,
0: well, i think there's quite a lot of people on the scheme yeah. now so now getting on it now as yeah. well yeah.
1: okay um can i ask you about your name
0: go for it <laughs> what would you like to know well, just uh, just where it comes from
1: yeah where it comes from because i, I mean or is it actually your name Jen-M? so
0: i feel like i wish i had a cooler story and i should make up a cooler story but in actual fact my first name is jennifer my middle name is emma and quite some time ago i actually used to be miss jen m when i first started out um i didn't get married i just dropped the miss because i didn't like <laughs> i didn't like the miss <laughs> hey. Um, but I'd, it just kind of stuck with me. People at college started calling me Gen M occasionally, so I was like, I'm going to carry yeah, the name it's a, forward.
1: It's a cool enough name, I think. It's. Uh,
0: yeah. i say it's like M&M, but not quite as cool. I like <laughs> It's it. my little tagline.
1: Well, I've got a daughter called Jenny. We called her Jenny rather than Jennifer because we thought it was cooler, but <laughs> she just likes to be called Jen. So. Well, like, you, you can't know, win, can you? No, no, absolutely. Um... So you've uh, you, you've you've got a single out at the moment called Skyline, yes, which you're going to sing for us today. It, tell tell me about what what's the story behind
0: that? So I actually first came up with well the title. I started with the title. I was walking on my way to university, and there's a building called the Skyline Building. So I studied in Leeds, and um, it was right by where my campus was, and I was just like, oh, the word Skyline. You know, like I could really write a song that got me thinking about what the sky, the changing landscape of a skyline. Mm. And um, I just started writing down lyrics first off and got the like chorus lyric of I'm going to keep on growing with the skyline um, and built a whole song around it. I was thinking about the fact that we're all constantly growing and changing in the same way the skyline does. So it kind of reflects that. Um, and then I started putting some chords to it and kind of built it from there, really.
2: Started out slow and started rising, shaping my horizons. Started out low and started climbing, carving my own island. New York to Vegas, I watch from a distance. The speed, in they changing. Oh, I'll be no different, oh, I, I'm going to keep on growing with the skylight, building every time that I'm in the dark, lighting up the streets in the nighttime, one step closer to the stars, building up, building up, I'm going to keep building up. Said I'm gonna keep on building up, oh, I'm gonna keep pushing past clouds to see the whole town, this view from above. Pushing me around, they try to knock me down, but they'll never do enough, cause I've got a picture It's not yet completed But I see the future Take shape every evening Oh I I'm going to keep on growing with the skylight Building every time that I'm in the dark Lighting up the streets in the nighttime One step closer to the stars, building up. Said, I'm going to keep on building up, building up. I'm going to keep on building up. Said, I'm going to keep, oh, I'm going to keep growing. Oh, nothing's holding me back. Said, I'm going to keep on growing. Oh, higher, higher, moving so fast. I'm going to keep on growing with the skylight, building every time that I'm in the dark, lighting up the streets in nighttime. One step closer to the stars, building up. Oh, I'm going to keep on building up. Oh, I'm gonna keep on building up. Oh, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep on growing with the skylight, building every time that I'm in the dark, lighting up the streets in the nighttime, one step closer to the stars the alpha sessions with ron laver
1: i can see a lot of singers and and maybe you do it as well write about their experiences of life and mm-hmm. you know love and things like that and falling in and out of love yeah. but to to sort of just see something like the skyline and think oh i'll write a song about that i mean does that come easy to you or
0: i'd say it comes fairly easy i think i actually i do write about my own experiences and like a lot of the stuff that I've been writing more recently has been that but starting out when I first started writing I was about 14 15 I didn't obviously I had experiences Mm. but like I didn't have enough to write about that if I was just going to write about myself all the time they probably would not be very interesting songs so I kind of always started out writing about other topics in fact the first song I wrote well the first song I released was called out here Um, when I was 15 and that was a song I'd noticed on my way to school there was a lot of homeless people in Manchester and it was kind of like from the perspective of a homeless person like um, and I I did that one for charity so it's kind of like I started out writing songs about other you know topics that aren't just about my personal experiences Mm. so it's kind of been like that.
1: That that seems quite forward-thinking for a young, young girl of, say, 40, you know, you said you're 14. Yeah, to yeah. sort of see that sort of thing and say, let's put this in a song.
0: I think it was kind of like my way of, like, I'm not an emotional person, but I think if I see something that I, you know, I have thoughts on or I just want to reflect on, I'll turn that into a song. Hmm. And so that was kind of at the time, I guess, my way of putting out what I was thinking and how I felt about seeing, you know, seeing that
1: So is that your is that your sort of regular process for writing a song? You know, finding a subject, seeing mm. something, thinking about something, and then finding some words and, and you know, is that yeah. the way it always happens or or does it vary?
0: I think it varies a little. I think I often start with titles. I think that kind of or I think recently I've been trying out like doing different things just to see how things work. But often I'll start with a title Um, because I think that gives me the overall like idea and concept for a song Um, or like just a line of lyric and then sometimes I'll start with chords though sometimes I'll just be playing around and get Mm. like a little chord sequence going Um, and then for Let Myself Go the single before Skyline that one was a whole different well it wasn't really a whole different process but I literally sat down at the piano and it sounds a bit kind of like it was surreal for me because I've never had this before but I literally just started playing chords and singing words and it kind of felt like the song wrote itself
1: I'm I'm familiar with that song was it was that a sort of autobiographical because it it seemed to be about a young girl saying I've always wanted to do this yeah, um, but people keep knocking me back and now I've decided, <laughs> right, I'm going to go for it. It,
0: it. Yeah, that was definitely somewhat that. I I went to um a jam night the night before and I've always loved rap music and occasionally like to do a little bit of rap. And um but I would probably never get up at something like and just do like a full-on rap and things like that because it's always like I'm not really a rapper. But my friend was there and she was like, go on, you know you want to, there's a live band, they're going to jam, you just go and go and like deliver your rap over the band and go have some fun. So I got up, did this little 16 bar thing and had like the best time, like, I hadn't felt the adrenaline rush mm. that that gave me was incredible. And so the next day I was just like, the the freedom of that feeling was kind of where the inspiration started for that.
1: So was that, was that a turning point in your you know was it that big or or am I making too much yeah I
0: guess I guess the turning point was in like brought me back to the childhood not caring what people think anymore I think maybe for a short time there was like a year or two where I started caring a little bit more and then that was like why why have you started caring Mm. now like you never used to care so that's, it it, and that's really that,
1: and that's really good at a young age because you're absolutely right when you're a kid. Yeah, you know, it, it's just all about you, isn't it? You know. Yeah, exactly. and, and and then you're conscious of you know what other people think, and yeah. and that's when you start thinking, oh well, maybe I you know you withdraw a little bit. But that's good that you you found that quite early and said, no, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do my own thing, and...
0: uh, Well, I think, because I think studying music is great, but I also think, like, I was finding, because I'm studying music and people are obviously criticising your work and stuff, you've got to be able to, like, use the criticism to benefit you, and, like, use their advice, but also not let it get to the point where you're second-guessing everything, because instinct is where songwriting begins and really ultimately should, you know, end. That's Absolutely.
1: Funny. Well, and I think I have to say, you know what I've heard, you you you're going in the right direction as Thank well. Thank you. Can I just ask you then? Do you get do you get nervous when you're gigging mm. before, after, during?
0: The majority of the time, no. But I think occasionally I get nervous, and sometimes it's the most unexpected, like gigs that I imagine I wouldn't get nervous at all. Um, I'll just for some reason be a bit nervous. But I think at the start, when I used to like when I was a lot younger and playing, I used to be quite nervous. I think now because I've played like quite a lot of gigs. You're an old I've, hand. <laughs> well, I won't go that far, but, uh, you know, I think I'm kind of used to the stage. I actually feel like the stage is where I feel most comfortable, if mm. anything. Um,
1: what yeah, a, kinda... Do you enjoy re- the process of recording?
0: Yeah, yeah. I love like I've, for recording stuff. I love I love getting in the studio and working with someone. I think the exciting bit is when you're working with someone else and um, bringing the vision to life and then you get it to the point where it's like, now it's sounding like what I imagined. Then that's when it's... Amazing. Because
1: on, on, on your recorded music, of course, you've got, you got the ability to add yeah. a, quite a, a richer sound, haven't you? Exactly. And, and, it's like and, the more instruments. Yeah. Yeah, and it's funny because I, I really like listening to acoustic music and sometimes mm-hmm. I'm disappointed when I hear the single, you know, <laughs> because it's like I, I know the song and, and I've heard it acoustically and then, yeah, you know, it's like that voice gets lost in amongst all the... But I guess for you it's that that's an exciting thing to go through and, and seeing what you can build round... You, you know, basically your voice, what would normally be your voice and your guitar.
0: Yeah, I think I always love performing, like, voice and guitar, but equally, I think that that's the excitement with the studio, is, like, especially actually layering vocals, I think, like, that's that's mm. probably my absolute favourite thing, is because a lot of the tracks that I've done, um, even if you can't actually hear the layers of vocals always, there's, like, maybe 40 tracks of vocals across <laughs> across the song, so... There's, you know, there's plenty of vocals in there. And I know,
1: and that does make a difference. Can I ask you about uh, anything at all? What's the story behind
0: that? I mean, that was probably my first attempt at a love song with my first, it wasn't love. Because I was like, at the time, I was like, I definitely wasn't in love, but I had a relationship with someone I I was like, I like them, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't love. We, We were young and it wasn't love. So... I think that was as close as I got to a love song at the time with me reflecting on like what had happened. This was just after we broke up and I was kind of just processing it. Um, And I was sat there like, was it anything at all? I'm not really sure. And that's how that kind of song came about really.
2: was a long shop, we had a whole lot of differences Somehow we forgot Until On the surface they came to show And over time spent our lives in Different directions, we had to let it go But time went quicker than expected And one week left everything in a different place was for the best but i still got one question in my brain. It wasn't love, it wasn't anything that deep, no. But still I thought that I would be the one to leave, so I'm staring at you thinking, what changed it all? I know it wasn't love, was it anything at all? Ooh, was it anything at all? Ooh, when it ended, it took a few days for me to try to put a name on it. Can you explain that something that we had? Where words fail, we got melodies, but our differences even they that far. Wasn't like a sudden change of heart. Because time went quicker than expected. And one week left everything in a different place. In the end, it was for the best. But i still got one question in my brain. It wasn't love. It wasn't anything that deep, no. But still, I thought that I would to leave so I'm staring at you thinking what changed it all I know it wasn't love was it anything at all ooh was it anything at all ooh did it mean anything to you oh did your head and your heart follow through Did it and now you wanted it too? I said, I know it wasn't love. But I'm trying to find the truth. It wasn't love. It wasn't anything that deep, no. But still, I thought that I would be the one to leave. So I'm staring at you thinking, why changed it all? I know it wasn't love. Was it anything at all? Anything at all The Alpha
0: Sessions with Ron Laver
1: You've got an EP coming out uh, in November, I believe.
0: Yes, so on the 8th of November, my EP is coming out. It's called Skyline, uh, so the single that came out was the title track of the EP. Um, but I've been working. There's a guy who lives in Seven Sisters area, who I've worked with on this. I've been working with them now for a couple of months, mm. and uh, he's been producing and helped as well. We co-wrote some some of the stuff, and he's been helping with everything on the on the EP. Uh, he goes by the name Half Rhymes. So great that's name. A, a really good name. Yeah. yeah.
1: Was he christened with that by any chance?
0: <laughs> yeah. Don't it's, don't think that's his real name, but <laughs>
1: <laughs> great name. I love it. Alan, we've got to get some good names for each other, okay? We're you know we're too boring. Um, okay, and the EP, what's, uh, How many tracks are going to be on it?
0: So it's five tracks. The two singles that I've got out, two more songs, and then there's a remix of the first single, which I'm very very excited about because it sounds super cool. Like wow. it's a proper dance dance yeah. remix. Um, yeah, and it was done by another friend of mine actually who lives in Leeds, but he wants to remain anonymous. He goes under the name. Uh, Rio West, Rio, Re- Ria. Ria, Ria, Ria
1: West. Okay. Well, he's not synonymous now. Well, I guess. Well, not- there's the name, but as yeah. in, like,
0: yeah. I can't say his real name. Okay. That's the-
1: okay. I'll get it out of you later. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, are you, are you having a launch party for the EP?
0: Yes. Yeah, so on the eighth of November, I'm doing a, a launch party gig um, at the Betsy Trotwood in Farringdon all right um doors are at 7:30, and um tickets are online now for that uh but if there's some left they'll be on the door as well and uh, i've got two friends supporting as well two really great musicians um someone called francesca morris and jacob clark
1: right yeah so
0: it's going to be a very good very Sounds good, gig.
1: Like a good night yeah you you talked about uh, Jacob Clarke Yes it's going to be at Your uh, launch party For your EP You've mm-hmm. collaborated With him before I believe
0: Yeah So uh, we've done Quite a bit of writing Together I mean, One of my mates Whilst I was studying At uni And uh, he's actually Got a song Well he's got A couple of songs out um, Which I would Highly recommend Checking out uh, But one of them The latest one Is called Counting Kisses And that's a song That we co-wrote And uh, yeah It's online On all the Major platforms now.
1: Okay, we'll we'll definitely check that out. Might be someone we uh, we could think about having in as well.
0: I definitely recommend getting him in.
1: Okay, um, dream collaboration then. It's one we we like to ask people um, if you could collaborate uh, or or if you could do a dream gig with anyone you know, someone that you admire, whatever, uh-huh. um, at a place you'd love to play at okay what where and when would would that gig look like
0: okay now i know he's probably talked about all the time but easily the dream collaboration ed sheeran manchester arena hometown gig um yeah sometime in the next four or five years
1: (laughs) okay you you've 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 thought about that in the past. Haven't well, you?
0: everyone asks me like ultimate goals and ultimate dreams and yeah, things like that, yeah. and I'd always be like collaborate with Ed Sheeran, play a gig at Manchester Arena. So if I could combine the two, that would be incredible.
1: Absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, okay. So when you're not when you're not performing, yes, have you got any other hobbies? What? How do you relax? How do you
0: um, writing songs? <laughs> I think maybe this is the uh, slight musician's curse of all the time like the main thing that i do and enjoy is music i go to gigs if i'm not playing them i like write songs but i mean other things i like i love to travel i like seeing new places that's one of the benefits of being a musician Mm. is i feel like you get to travel it sometimes and do Mm. gigs in interesting places um also just like to read the odd book
1: you get time for that do you
0: sometimes (laughs) i think i need to make more time for it
1: so if if you're always writing, have you got a have you got a, a large sort of output, a, a lot of which gets put to one side and, and yeah, and yeah. only so, the best get through.
0: I mean, so I mean, I write an awful lot, and actually, a couple of years ago, I set myself a challenge for uh, like a New Year's resolution of writing a song a day, and that was kind of I guess the start of I'd always written a lot before that, but that was like the real push for doing even more writing because then I was forcing myself on days when I wasn't going to write to write something um, so by the end of that year I mean I'd written every day for the year and then I kind of because I'd got into that habit I think it kind of spilled over into the next year a little bit I don't now I don't necessarily write every day but I do have a lot of songs that I think, or ideas even that I've started that sometimes I'm like, I should probably go back and look through them and find mm. that, mm. you know, because that's, that's
1: a lot of writing. That's a lot of material.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, not all of it was great material, you know, <laughs> sometimes you've got to have the, well, yeah, they're not yeah. so great stuff to get the, the good ones absolutely,
1: out. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, it, it's been a pleasure talking to you today and uh, wish you best of luck with the EP released on the 8th of November the EP title Skyline, yes, Yep. and uh, and you and you've got that to gig. Just remind us again where the gig was.
0: So that's at the Betsy Trotwood in Farringdon.
1: Okay, and uh, if people listening want to find out more about you, where can they go on social media, etc.? So
0: I am at Jenem Music on Facebook and Twitter. So it's J E N E M, and then Music, and underscore Music on Instagram. So Jenem underscore Music
1: let's start a fire tell me about that
0: so i was looking out my window and my next door neighbors were in the garden like and they looked they were like playing with sticks and stones and stuff and i'm not sure if i actually heard one of them saying oh we should try and start a fire or if i imagined that but they definitely look like that's what they were trying to do um and it literally sparked the idea <laughs> little fire joke there very um, good i got it it's <laughs> all right i was with it um,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, so that kind of, that's where that came from. And then that grew into the fact I was thinking about, um, you know, like childhood innocence again. I think that's a theme that actually crops up in some of my things is just this idea of like when we're young, the innocence that we have and how if we let things get in the way, we can quickly lose that. Mm.
1: That's that's a little bit... uh harking back to your other song as well isn't it that that we spoke yeah exactly you know um, that that, yeah
0: we'll let myself go and even skyline to some extent it's like well that's more about the growth side of things but yeah yeah, i think it's just a topic that i maybe fall back on in terms of writing just because i think that's kind of self-reflecting but also more of a wider theme
1: okay that's Mm -hmm. great thanks for coming in today
0: thank you for having me
2: In a innocence is in driven away too quick. We've got to hold on to it. Say we've got to hold on to it. Memories, memories are all we have from the present way back to the past. We've got to hold on to them, got to hold on to them. Wind back the clock as we reflect a lot on the days go by. An empty mind, no faster fire. We can run around all day long. But now we see the time ticking, reminiscing on what is going. And they say, let's start a fight sticks and stones. Two girls in the garden playing at home, greeting their eyes and their minds running wild. They say, let's start a fire and get it to light. Let's start a fire and watch as the flames as they rise to the heavens. Put it out and start again and in 10 years' time. We're children of the own. they say, let's start a fire. With sticks and stone Time, what is time? When it's flying every minute Minutes, what are minutes? When your brain's consumed in it And worries, what are they? When you just run around with your friends and play What is time When it never seems To cross your mind But now we see the time taken Reminiscing on what is going And they say Let's start a fight With six and a stone Two girls in the garden Playing at home Gritting their eyes And their minds running wild They say Let's start a fight and get it to life, let's start a fire Watch as the flames as they rise to the heavens Put it out and start again in ten years time Children of the wrong say let's start a fire With sticks and a stone, let's start a fire That's what I did when I was a child Desperately wishing I was grown But now, standing here all alone Wished that I could go back for a little while Back to being a child And they said, let's start a fight With sticks and a stone Two girls in the garden Playing at home Grilling their eyes Their minds running wild They said, let's start a fight to lie. Let's start a fire and watch as the flames as they rise to the heavens. Put it out and start again. In ten years time, the children of the wrong will say. Let's start a fire with sticks and stone. Let's start a fire with sticks and stone. They say let's start fire with sticks and a stone.